the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So God, the Father of lights, of his own free will, by his own intention and determination, he gives birth to us, gives birth to us, gives birth to us. Not the way earthly fathers, most earthly fathers do, you know, just playing around, carelessly around, anywhere around, just sleeping around, and something happens, and somebody comes and says, oh, this happened. No, it's not mine. That's not my baby. No, I'm, I'm not ready to have a baby. God intentionally, by his, by his intention, gives birth to us. He gives birth to us. And before he gives birth to us, the scripture says was, he has a plan for us. Amen. You see what he says there? Of his own will, he begot us or he brought us forth by the word of truth that we may be the crown of his creation. His first fruit. To honor us, to do us good, to do us well, to bring us to the highest place. Amen. So before he brings us forth, before he gives birth to us, he plans for us. Huh? Isn't that wonderful? When parents will plan for the child that is coming. Huh? It makes a big difference. Not like, oh, here's the child. Oh, what do we do? No, by accident, unexpectedly. Hmm? But our father, long before, declaring the hand from the beginning, knowing even before we were born, he planned for us and intentionally gives birth to us. Wow, what a great father. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. Is an intentional act of God to give birth to us. It's not an accident, not an act of adultery, or just playing around. Because it's an intentional act of God to give birth to us, He plans to take good care of you to make you a royal crown. Now, the Lord is speaking to us on my God, my father, and my dad. Your God is not just your father and your dad, God is not just your Lord, He is your father who gave birth to you. And he is your dad who takes care of you. Let's conclude with this scripture. Luke 11, 1 to 13. This is our main scripture. And may the Lord help us with that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Luke 11, 1 to 13. Now bear this in mind. God, your God, is your father and your dad. God is not just your Lord. God is not just your Lord. He is your father who gave birth to you as your parent. And he is your dad who takes care of you. Now before we read this, Luke 11, 1 to 13. I want to say this, that on many occasions, Jesus will always address God as his father. And talk about him in such ways that paint a picture of a loving friendship between him and his father. When he talks about his father, it's like, wow, you must be so close to your father. However, on this occasion, he had an opportunity to teach about prayer and to talk about God, not just as his own father, 
but as a father and a friend to all those who call unto him in prayer. So on this occasion, in Luke 11, 1 to 13, we see Jesus taking an opportunity to teach about prayer and to talk about God, not just as his own father, but as a father and a friend to all those who call upon him in prayer. Now you see that in Luke 11, 1, it says, Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples to pray. Now, what do you think happened here? So, a particular disciple must have been doing what? Observing, watching. Like, oh, wow, wow. Look, can you hear? Wow. Hmm, wow, this is different. Wow. Hmm, what is he saying? Who is he talking to? Was he really praying? Is that prayer? Look, can you hear? Look at, do you talk to God like that? So that caught this disciple's attention. And when he finished, the disciple said, can you teach us how to pray? I want to pray like you pray. I see you pray. I hear you pray. Teach us that kind of prayer. What makes you pray like that? Are you really praying to God? Do you talk to God like that? I want to be able to do that. Because the result of your prayer is powerful. There's something to it. Teach us to pray. Teach us how to pray. So in Luke 11, 1 to 13, verse 2 says, So he said to them, Jesus said to them, When you pray, say our Father in heaven. When you pray, say our Father in heaven. So the premise of prayer is a relationship. There must be a relationship. A father-to-son relationship. Hmm. When you pray, say our Father in heaven. Say, hallowed be your name. There must be worship and honor with it. Worship and honor to the Father in heaven. Say, your kingdom come. And you also have to recognize that this God has authority and power. This God has authority and power. And say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done. His will will be done. Meaning he has what? Sovereignty. His will will be done. God does whatever he wills in heaven and and on earth. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can withstand him. Nobody can say to him, as the scriptures say, What doest thou? What are you doing? So God does whatever he wills. So he is sovereign. Meaning he has what? Absolute power. Absolute power. Now, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Isn't that what they say? That's for men. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's for men. With God as our Father, we see His absolute power comforting us completely. Amen. Did you hear that? Absolute power corrupts completely, absolutely. That's for men. Before God, for our God, we see our God as our Father, so His absolute power comforts us completely. Amen. Now He goes on to say, Give us day by day our daily bread. Wow. We see love and care. Love and care. He cares about us. Our Father cares about us. Mm. And He says, 
And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. What do we see here? We see mercy and compassion. Mercy and compassion. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. What do we see here? We see him as our savior and our deliverer. Amen. Amen. This is our father. Our father wants to have a relationship with us. Is worthy of worship and honor. He has authority and power. He's sovereign. And he loves and he cares. He's merciful and compassionate. He's our savior, our deliverer. He is not just our God. He is our father. He is our daddy. Amen. Now, after Jesus gave this template or pattern for praying, in this Luke 11, 1 to 4, from verses 5 to 13, we see Jesus describing some specifics, some scenarios to give his listeners a better understanding of the kind of paternal relationship God desires to have with his children. Amen. Let me say that again. Jesus describes in Luke 11, verses 5 to 13, Luke 11, verses 5 to 13, some specifics, some scenarios to give us, his listeners, a better understanding of the kind of paternal relationship God desires to have with his children. Now, in verses 1 to 4 of the same Luke 11, he gives us a template, a pattern for praying. In verses 5 to 13, he gives us some specifics, some scenarios to give us a better understanding of the kind of relationship God desires to have. God desires to have with his children. The kind of relationship God desires to have with his children. It's a father-son relationship, a friend-friendship relationship. Now, this is, this is revelatory. This is, this, is, this is exciting. This is big. This is wonderful. This is revelatory. Mm. Now, remember, remember, your God is your father and your dad. Your God is your father and your dad. Now, how does he feel? I don't know if you know, anyone of us has ever prayed and said, Lord, Father, or Lord, Daddy. Have you ever prayed and said, God, Daddy? Have you ever called God, Daddy? Amen. How does he feel? Feels close. Amen. Yeah, it's okay. You say, Daddy God. Not just Father God. Amen. Daddy God. It's your Papa. Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, listen to this. This is, this is, this is powerful. Hmm. In verse 5. And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, friend, lend me three loaves. Now, this is, this is prayer. This is prayer. He just, he just gave a pattern of how to pray. Now, you see, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. Now, based on the template or pattern of prayer that we just looked at, who are these two friends? It's you and who? And God. It's you and God. So, read it again. Which of you shall have a friend? Which of you? You are a friend to a friend. You have a friend. That friend is who? God. Okay? So you have a friend, and he is God. And you go to him at midnight. You can go to God anytime. <laughs> he's not sleeping. Uh, he's not dozing. Or like, oh, no, I can attend to you. You go to him at midnight. 
Go to this friend of yours at midnight. You say to him, friend. So you can call God friend. Hmm? The scripture says Abraham is what? A friend of God. A friend of God. God called him friend. Hmm. Wow. So you go to your friend God at midnight. You say, friend. Friend God, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come on his journey and... I have nothing to set before him. Wow, now we have three friends. Hmm? Not just two friends. Now we have three friends. And one of the friends is asking for another friend. He's not even asking for himself. Huh? You, a friend of God, you go to God at midnight and you are not even asking anything for yourself. You are asking something for your friend. Huh? That's interesting. Now, your friend God says to you, Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.